0: Now, thanks to Anytime Fitness Glenelg, Beresford Wines and Bickfords Australia. It's Chewing the Fat with Bevan Jones.
1: Well, g'day and welcome to another edition of Chewing the Fat. Today we're down at Nutrition Republic, the beautiful Nutrition Public here on King William Road. So get on down there and say g'day to the guys and get yourself a coffee. We're joined by a man who was back in the days known as the Wild Thing. He played 41 first-class matches for South Australia, three test matches, 35 ODIs and 21 T20s as well for Australia. That is Sean Tate. Great to have you Chewing the Fat, oh, mate. Nice to
0: be here, mate.
1: So, I also uh, before we get to your journey, you're involved now with the Adelaide Cricket Club as the coach of yep. the Adelaide Cricket Club. They're flying at the moment, top of the table. How are you enjoying that so far?
0: Well, so far it's been easy. Yeah, two from two. Um, start losing a couple of games and everyone turns on you. But no, nah, it's, it's it's all been good fun. Um, they're a good bunch of lads. They're pretty easy to coach. They sort of look after themselves. We, you know, a lot of the the senior sort of players are, um, you know, on the on the cusp of playing for the Redbacks. Uh, two of the guys are. So oh, when you've got a quality bunch of lads, um, it becomes very easy as a coach.
1: And uh, any coaching aspirations yourself going forward for maybe the Redbacks or higher level than that? I'm
0: not sure about being a head coach but I think um, certainly you know, bowling coaching for, for a 2020 franchise or, or being involved in a state system somewhere um, would be a nice little sort of goal for me to, 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 to look at I suppose in the future. Um, but I, I know it's a cliche but right now I'm, I've got to concentrate on what I'm doing. Um, and just see where the, where the, where the road takes me, I suppose.
1: And uh, you're, you're bowling a little bit as well, still, uh, we spoke about this before, you've got a couple of things coming up, which we'll get to live aid in, in a moment, but um, you're still doing a little bit of bowling here and there as well?
0: At training, I still bowl the lads if, if someone needs to to face a, another medium pacer. I sort of roll the arm over, still, um, it still hurts. It still hurts, no doubt about that. But look, it's good to be involved, and obviously, uh, you know, if I can be involved in training, obviously, my main part is not to have a bowl or have a hit but um, if I can still be involved and I'm still fit enough to, to train with the boys from time to time, um, yeah, they might enjoy that, I certainly enjoy it and it's, it's good to be involved that way as well.
1: I don't know about medium paces though, Taylor, you're pretty oh, quick, you've got yeah. the second-fastest bowl in, uh, in in the world history, just behind Brett Lee and Shell Bakhtine, of course, so I don't know about medium pace, I still think you'd be pretty Nowadays, quick. you
0: come down and have a look, nowadays it's very much medium pace. So. <laughs>
1: okay, fair enough. I still wouldn't want to face you anyway, but <laughs> hey, let's talk about your journey now, I mentioned before uh, that you played for Australia and South Australia as well, you've done a fantastic job over the years, a long career, you've had your, your battles with injuries, which is um, a credit to you the way you've you know, come through that. Uh, how did it all begin though? Uh, you played for South Australia as a 19-year-old in 2002, but talk yep. to us through
0: your journey. Yeah, I mean, you know, I started up in the Adelaide Hills, um, you know, like most young cricketers, playing, uh, playing on my club side up there um, and just enjoying it. That's, that's how it always starts, I suppose. Um, and then obviously moved through the ranks pretty, pretty much the same way. You know, I went to a few country camps, um, ended up in the state under-17 squad, missed out on the first cut, um, then, then made the team the year, the year later. Um, obviously under 19 stuff, and um, went on from there, um, the traditional way, second 11, I you know, played my club cricket stir, uh, played in the A grade there, did pretty well for a season, second 11, first 11, so pretty traditional way of going through, but um, certainly you know, I, I played at a young age, but I still felt like I earned my, my stripes and, and went, uh, went through all the right stuff to, to get there.
1: And 2005, what a way to uh, make your debut for Australia in the Ashes in what was an incredible series as well. Everyone remember that one. Uh, unfortunately, the Aussies didn't get the job done, no. but just an amazing series. Um, talk to us through that. Yeah, it was, mate.
0: I mean, they still. I'm yeah, watching the Ashes now. They still talk about that series a lot, so yes, we lost and, and it still does hurt a little bit. Um, but just to be, I was pretty young, I was 22, played a couple of games, but um, to be involved in that series was, uh, I suppose now you look back on it, it was um, not a, not a bad one to be a part of and, um, it certainly helped me sort of grow up a bit, those two months over there in that Ashes series, um, the amount of scrutiny that the team was under and, and, and whatnot. Um, I think it just certainly turned me into a bit of a, you know, I went from a bit of a boy to a man, that, that series. Um, and yeah, looking back on it now it was, was a great experience.
1: And who would have been your toughest opponent? Who was probably the ones that you really hated to bowl against that might hit you for a few boundaries? Oh, I mean,
0: guys that come to mind quickly, I suppose, Kevin Peterson. Um, uh, a, a big imposing figure at the crease was, t- was tough to bowl to at times. I did manage to get him out, um, but he's certainly hard to bowl to. Probably the short form stuff, obviously, um, Brendan McCullum. He used to have uh, really good battles with him. Um, get along really well with him now, but um, we used to go at each other pretty hard, yeah.
1: And we've got the Live Aid that's happening, as I mentioned before, December the 5th at the Adelaide Oval, which is just going to be awesome. And um, you're getting, obviously, to play against the likes of Wasim Akram, Sachin Tendulkar, Brian Lara and these sort of blokes, and, and you're joining up with Bluey. Yep. And uh, Ponsman as well. Um, talk to us about this and what's going to happen there. Yeah,
0: um, I think you know, I think it's a, a piece of the crease type thing that, that I don't know too much about it right now. But um, I know that I'll be involved. A couple of locals, myself, uh, Bluey Dizzy is going to be in, in the team as well, um, playing against the Mumbai Indians. Um, a lot of ex-players, you know, Herschel Gibbs, uh, Satchins, obviously there. Um, and a lot of guys that have played uh, from around the world for the Mumbai Indians, um, and it, I, you know, if people that follow cricket realise how big the Mumbai Indians franchise is. Um, they got a huge following, especially with guys like Sachin there. Um, it's owned by the Ambani family, um, you know, pretty big, powerful name in India. Um, so it's, it's going to be quite a, a, a big deal, I think. Um, and some of the names you mentioned, Wasim Akram, I, I know him, so it'd be, it'd be good to actually take the field with him. I never got a chance to do that. Obviously, the, the age difference, but um, yeah, he was a guy I looked up to when I was younger, and, and guys like Sangakkara is playing, and I think Brian Lara is coming as well. So, huge names, and, and for my for my little name to be involved in that game is a, is an absolute uh, pleasure, and I'm very lucky. Uh,
1: and let's go back to your career. Um, I remember as a, as a lad, loving watching the Adelaide Strikers and yourself uh, running in, steaming into bowl with uh, everyone yelling out wild thing and stuff like that. What was it like, though, playing in front of that massive crowd and, and you know, being such a popular player within the, within the fans?
0: Yeah, I suppose um, I felt like I had a bit of a job to do, I suppose. I think um, being a senior player or a guy that was playing a bit of international cricket, to come back here and play that, that over, I felt like I had a job to do to entertain the crowd. Um, and I enjoyed it, and I think they enjoyed most of it.
1: So the Redbacks obviously uh, they made those two finals against Victoria and um, could get the job done. It's been a long time between drinks since we won some shield, uh, silverware. What do you think they need to do to turn things around and um, you know get back up there playing finals again, Tade?
0: Look, it's really hard from an outside point of view looking in and. and talking about what they need to do Um, you know you are always obviously there's all sorts of things that you're battling against you um, you know bigger populations in the eastern states who have got a a lot of guys to pick from yes we can we can go there now and grab some players to to strengthen up our ranks obviously if we can the more we make an effort to make our grade competition stronger our grassroots stuff stronger in this state um, which I'm sure they're doing Um, if we can put more emphasis on that make sure the second eleven is really strong um, and getting depth in our, in our fast bowling attack, you know, you're always going to have injuries with your fast bowlers, so I'll be making a conscious effort to make sure my crop of fast bowlers are all ready to go, um, so I just think, you know, from my point of view, being a fast bowler, the more of those guys you can get around the group, um, bowling to the good players, and then if we get two or three injuries through the year, you call on those guys and they're straight in and they're up to it, not just, not just guys that... Okay, we'll call him in because we've got no one else. I just think um, that proper fast bowlers tends to win, win shields. Yeah.
1: Okay, and the Ashes um, was just an amazing series. We saw uh, Steve Smith with his heroics, and probably uh, was it for him. I don't think we would have won that series. Uh, how did you see it? And how do you see the series coming up against Pakistan and New Zealand? I mean, we
0: were certainly favourites. I think going into that in those that series, yeah, the Ashes was was a pretty good effort. Obviously um, retaining the Ashes, but really the series was, was drawn, um, so it's, yeah, it's, it, was a, it was a good effort, I think it was a great effort from where the Australian side have come, the last 12 months say, uh, a bit longer even. Um, so they've got themselves back on track pretty quickly, which I think you know, Langer and Payne have done a great job with that, there's no doubt about that. Um, they're more than competitive now in world cricket again, which is good to see.
1: And uh, Adelaide Great. Cricket Club, of course, uh, Ken Valenti, we saw him score 100 last week and he's going really well and he's uh, been named in the Redbacks to play against Queensland today. But anyone else from your side at the moment that you could see potentially going on to play for SA or oh, even higher?
0: Absolutely. I, I don't want to sound like one of those club coaches that just thinks the whole team should be playing for South Australia, <laughs> but we've, we've got a good crop, there's no doubt about that. The, the Pengelly brothers, Josh and Ben, um, they've got bright futures. Um, I mean, the, the way those guys play, it wouldn't surprise me in the next couple of years if they're both involved in a, in a big-bash franchise in a squad. Um, they both hit the ball really hard. They take the game on. They're both good death bowlers as well, which is a great make-up for 2020. So those two have got a good avenue through that format of the game. Uh, Wes is playing, as, as you mentioned. We got him over from Victoria. We we're lucky that he, he decided he wanted to play for us. Um, and he's a big, bustling, fast bowler, so he's going to have a bright future as well. Um, Patrick Page, we've got, he bats three for us. Um, he's been in and around the soccer for a number of years now. He's still only really young. so um, he's, he's great to watch the way he bats. He's a stylish batsman, stroke player. Um, and it wouldn't surprise me if he's in the South Australian team this season. So, uh, yeah, we've certainly got a few guys to, to look out for.
1: Oh, you're doing a fantastic job down there, Tatey. Keep up the great work. And thanks so much for joining us today and tune the that. Thanks to Nutrition Republic as well for having us. And to Jeff for filming and Bigfords, of course. Though. They've got a new red drink cost coffee. Get around that. And thanks also to Beresford Wines and Intum Fitness Fitness Glenelg. Thanks so much, mate. No worries, it's been a pleasure man. having Anything's you on. Well, thanks.